NBA Straya. How are you going? How are you going? You right? I hope so. Hope you had a good weekend. I know I did. Feeling the effects still. Jeez. Put away a few tins, did you, Jim? Yes. This is NBA Straya. It's Monday, October 30 all day. Oh, jeez. I am your host, James Clements. I'm the editor of a good website called CodeBet. Go check that out, codebet.com.au. I uh, can also see my ugly mug on Fox Sports Lab NBA, Fox Sports Lab NFL, Code Bet Daily, all the good stuff. Uh, here in Larry Armour Studios, hanging out. Actually, I had to uh, give Larry a bit of a wash. God, he is one stinky dog, I'll tell you that much. Anyway, uh, first weekend of the season's done. So we'll have a little bit of a what have we what have we learned in weekend winners and losers. We'll go through all the game wraps. We had some absolute belters too, so that's fun. We've got that's not an iPhone, mate. No mate, spot of the night, better than Lonzo Ball. We've got yeah, Nas, the unpopular opinion of the day, and our back take yes. We're serving up a flame grill take. There's an Andrew Gay's Grey Mumber Award and a big, big, big array of game previews for tomorrow. We'll pick and preview each of those. And I think we'll finish up with a brand new deli review. Because that sounds like something we do here at NBA Australia, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it does. So, let's bloody well get into it. Episode 973 of NBA Australia. Let's go! This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack! Ah, you better better watch out for the shark attack if you the uh, the truth. What did he come out and say that he was 415 pounds in like the third year of the third title run? Jesus. Not bad, big size. <laughs> Checks out. All right, let's get stuck in today's show the way we start every show here at NBA Australia. With, I believe it's called the Daily. What's it called? A Daily Whip Around. Oh, nice one, Jimmy. Not bad. Uh, we have a huge weekend to wrap up. Exciting times. Very fun times as well. Because we had our first full weekend of the NBA back. And it's just one of those nice little reminders of like, oh, yeah, how good is waking up on a Saturday just going, yeah, just just settled out over there, hung over, you got the two squids, you're like, just just, just chill out, would you? <laughs> Dad's trying to concentrate. <laughs> oh, boy. It was, uh, it does get exponentially tougher when you've got the second one. Suddenly he's crawling and scooching around, just fucking tearing around like an absolute mad dog. Is the uh, squid dose? He's fun as shit, though. I'll tell you, he is awesome. But goddamn, he now gets around. It's like you fucking turn your head and he's in the toilet. So like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, dad, just grabbing grabbing stuff from the dunny. It's like, dude, what? And his big brother's like, ah, dad, he's in the toilet. It's like, well, why don't you do something? <sighs> anyway, but it's been awesome. 
Uh, but the weekend was gnarly. It's like, Dad, what are we doing? I'm like, watching basketball. He's like, all right, cool. Uh, but before we get into the game wraps, uh, quick little bit of news. Uh, there was that weird ESPN video posting a video of Dame that was doctored from the bubble. And they, like, replaced his fucking Blazers jersey with his Bucks one and the TNT logo on the mic was replaced by ESPN. What the fuck was up with that? What the fuck are they doing? Do you know how weird that is? And they left it up. It's like, I, what are you doing? Is this, oh, yeah, nah, it's for engagement. Nah, it's just fucking dumb, you idiots. You look like a gi- giant pack of fucking assholes. That's just fucking bizarre. Seriously, I have no idea what was going on there. Very strange. Um, it's like basically taking Dame go, yeah, I'm not here to fuck spiders, basically. But from the bubble, and they replaced his jersey with the buck, like the Bucks one. It's like, what? Just fucking run some of his actual interview from the other day. What is going on? Post truth era, Jim. Post truth era. Anything can be doctored. All right, buddy. All right. Uh, we had a couple of flopping fines. I'm enjoying this. Post game allocated fines for flopping. Clarkson, Brunson, Okogi. There'll be a fair few more, too. I'm enjoying this a lot. It's pretty weird. It's pretty gnarly. Uh, enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, what else? James Harden. Hey, Jim, is he going to play for like the Sixers, man? You might remember the other day when I said, yeah, he probably will because Daryl Morey needs to prove to people that he's, I don't know, not put on 506 fucking kilos down in the strip clubs of the greater Houston area, putting a bunch of uh, strippers through college. And if he has more power to him, but at the same time, like Daryl Morey just needs him out there so you can actually run him out there and go, look, no, 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 it's fine. It's all good. Have a crack. See, look at him. He's, 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 still, he's still good at basketball. Hey, Chicago, what do you think about this? <laughs> but seriously, it's like, all right, run him out there. He's basically practicing now with the team. He's like hanging out with the team. And it's kind of funny because they're just like, nah, let's go. He's going to hang out. He's going to practice. Going to run him out there. Going to play him, maybe. We'll see what happens. But it's very much like that idea of, all right, cool. So James Harden is right here. He wants to play with the team. We're going to probably let him, and off we go. So, Just saying, Philly don't need him. They've looked awesome. So let's get into the game wraps. Game wraps, game wraps, game wraps, game wraps, game wraps, game wraps, game wraps. Game wraps. All right, the weekend game wraps. These are always a lot shorter because we've got to fly through a fuck ton of them. Denver took care of Memphis 108-104. A bit of a heartbreaker if you were like me and had Denver minus four and a half. Uh, but still, good to see the Joker just go up. Yes, he's very interested in game. Smash Memphis. Uh, destroy a night. Cool. Do all good stuff. And uh, I think he had 22, 12, and 7, right? And you're like, yep, cool. That checks out. The Nugs just playing with their food. Memphis made this respectable at the end, but they just fucking killed him all game. So very fun. Very good. You had uh, Christian Brown and... Peyton Watson and co. just sort of give them enough to. And you're like, all right, it's all good. And then, of course, the next Denver game, they smashed it too. So the Grizzlies, I think the big thing for me was that, yep, this is the start of the worrisome trend, which we'll get to in weekend winners and losers. Because, uh, yeah, she's uh, she's not looking great. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. 
Anyway, next one up. We have Boston take care of the Miami haters. Boston pulled away late. It was a fun game. A really fun game. Because Miami just like, nah, man, we're going to fucking spoil this, eh? And Derek White's like, not on my fucking watch. Blow it out your ass, Tyler. There goes my hero. Because it did take a massive run by the Boston Celtics to win this game. 119-111 in the end. This is without Jimmy Butler doing much. In fact, Jim, what did Jimmy Butler end up shooting? Jimmy Butler went and shot 311 for his good mate, Jim. Thanks, Jimmy Butler. You're a legend. Oh, not a problem, Jim. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, mate. Uh, good stuff all around, though. Miami really, really took it to the Celtics. It's very obvious. You know, they played a seven-game series against them and beat them uh, last year. And Hero was awesome. He had 28, shot 10 of 20. But this was back and forth. I feel like it was, like, within pissing distance for most of the game, right? Because Boston led basically at the half. And you're like, all right, right. Miami got up in the third. And then Boston sort of just, once they got back up, they sort of just stayed up. But it got real hairy right at the end with like about a minute to go. And then, what, it's four-point game all of a sudden, all again. And you're like, three-point game after Kevin Love makes that big three with like a minute to go. But they hold on. Uh, Derek White just getting free throws. Crushing it. Jalen Brown laces the game ceiling three. Vinice, Vinice. And uh, it was kind of indicative. Like, I thought the big thing for the Heat in this one was going to be how the fuck do you cover Jason Tatum? And in fact, they just went, uh, who the fuck's going to cover Tyler Hero? <laughs> Check this out. Wapow! And uh, really let on the Extreme Zinger Meal. The Extreme Zinger Meal. Had 17 and 9 with three steals and a block. He also fouled out towards the end. Um, but look, the Heat are just going to do this all year. They're going to be a giant pain in your ass. And the Celtics, though, the fact that they ended up winning this by eight was a testament to just how fucking deep and good that team is and how good Derek White is. So, uh, The Detroit Basketball Pistons beat the piss out of Charlotte. I fucking love Detroit. LaMelo, 29 and 9. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, mate. Doesn't matter. Because the Pistons are back. I'm going to talk about them extensively later. But Jesus, they're so fucking good. Jalen Duran, 14 and 17. Jim, that's not that impressive, eh? isn't it? Kate Cunningham, yeah, the 12 and 6. The crazy part for me is that they won this game with, I don't know, not the sort of uh, Kate Cunningham-led fuck that they got later in the uh, weekend. It was Alec Burks having 24 points because he got to the line. It, had, it was 18 from Jaden Ivey. Jaden Ivey. And also the defense because they limited Charlotte to like 37% shooting. It was rad. Great win by Detroit. I fucking love him. Uh, the Knickerbockers beat the uh, Atlanta Hawks uh, very handily, 126-120. Jalen Brunson just went hoff. He went hoff. He went 8 for 12 from downtown. He had 31. RJ Barrett, everyone's, I don't know, third or fourth favorite Canadian. For me, it probably goes Neil Young, Alanis Morissette, (laughs) RJ Barrett, (laughs) Brian Adams, (laughs) Richard Marks. I don't know. I'm just going to keep just naming shit. 
Ah, uh, anyway. I did say, wait, who are good kids? Oh, f- you know who I do fucking hate, though? Arcade Fire can blow it out of their ass. What an overrated, just fucking sack of shit band that is. Um, anyway, good win by the Knicks, 126-120. Trey and DeJunte are uh, having an interesting start to their season. Big win today, obviously, but Jews. It was a bit of an interesting one today. They hit 23s in this game by the Knickerbockers. It helps when Brunson goes for eight. Uh, OKC held off Cleveland. Cleveland! That's right, 108-105. Uh, came from behind, just beat him down the stretch. It was awesome. I fucking love the Thunder. It was basically like this random game where they're like, oh, okay, man, so uh, what are we going to do, eh? They got up big, got down late. And then came fucking roaring back to kick the shit out of Cleveland. It was fun as hell. Like, Cleveland were up eight in the fourth quarter. I think they were even up ten at one point. And it's like, oh, shit. There you go. It was ten points with two and a half minutes left. Then, bang, off they go. Unbelievable gear. Fucking love to see it. OKC just came from the fucking clouds, mate. Chet Holmgren with that big three to tie it up. He was absolutely unreal, was our man Chet. But this was SJ with 34, Donnie Mitchell with 43. Awesome, awesome game. Chet Holmgren had seven blocks. He's going to pop up again later, 16-3. and But a 13-0 run down the stretch, bang, for the Thunder. You'll love it. Toronto lost in Chicago, 103-104. In overtime. That's how gross this game was. It was 103-104. In overtime. That's almost a three-quarter score in some games. Jesus. Uh, Look, it came out that the Raptors got dogged by the refs, and you get that on the big job sometimes. Caruso, game-winning three. Off he goes. DeMar has the 33. Siakam's looking a little bit wonky at 18 in this game, but Scuba, the triple-double here, 22, 10, and 10. Just the Raptors, I don't know, they... We're good again today, but yeah, 33 for DeRozan in this one. 3 of 14 for Levine. He bounced back in a good way. I'll get to that in a second. But my big thing is like this team, this Chicago team, they win this one. You know what it came after? The world's fastest players only meeting, which they had after game one. He played one game and they had a players only meeting. Billy Donovan is going to get shit canned if they don't turn this around quick. Brooklyn took care of Dallas. One tw- oh, no, they lost to Dallas. 125-120 because of some Luka Magic. 49-10-7. and seven. Uh, I had that as a win because I had Brooklyn plus 6.5 and, and that covered. So uh, Bridges, 18. And look, slow start for our man Mikhail Bridges. But Ben Simmons is back. That's right. Box Hill Benny is feeling it. He looked awesome. 10, 10, and 8. But they still have no idea what to do with him on offense. And it's weird. It's jarring. They take him out late in games. It's like, oh, we need a big defensive possession. It's like, we probably shouldn't have you. You should probably have Simo out there, right? And they're like, oh, nah, man. <laughs> You're still afraid. Like, get to do anything in the pain, eh? So, uh, yeah, big win for Dallas. I'll talk with them later on weekend, winners and losers. The Spurs, Wemby goes bang. Gets his first win. He had 21-12, Not bad. He went 0 of 6 from downtown. But uh, he was the youngest player ever to have a 20-10, 3-block and 3-steal game ever. Went past LeBron. It was 19 years and 316 days. Pipped him by 20 days. Good job, Wimby. Ho, ho, ho. Not their problem, Jimmy. Uh, Shingoon was real fucking good too. 25, 14, and 7. Oh, I love Shingoon. Got a lot of time for Shingoon. 
Weird throwback game. The Clippers got stunned in Utah, 120-118. The Yaz win. It's a soft J. Uh, Rusty Westbrook for the win. That was no good. What do you reckon Kawhi thought of that? <laughs> yeah, he wasn't really laughing. He was slapping the floor on his knees going, what the fuck was that? He had 25-9-5. Paul George had 36, but Larry, that's a girl's name, Mark, and had 35-12-2 and, and just absolutely smashed it. John Collins, that's a tall cocker, 13 and 12. Awesome, weird game. Utah, huge win. Orlando beat the Portland Trailblazers, 102-97. Franz Wagner, take me out. God damn, he's good. 23, Cole, ice Cole. Anthony had 18. Scoot's struggling. Scoot is in struggle town. Shaden Sharp, he had 24 and 5. Anthony Penny Simons is out for four to six weeks. Uh, so Shaden Sharp started and Shaden Sharp shot the shit out of it. 24, 5, 2, and 2. Scoot shot 3 at 12. He's uh, not going great. And then in the last game on Saturday, Warriors beat the Kings in a wildly entertaining game. Steph had 41. Diazza Fox had 39. Steph gave him the 9-eye at the end of it. God, it was good. 122-114. Big win for the Warriors. I talked about this, I think, on this show and on Kobe Daily, but this is it. Like You've just sort of seen two teams that played in the playoffs in Miami and Boston and then... Uh, Warriors, Kings on the same day just sort of know what to do with each other. And the Heat really pushed Boston. Probably should have won it, but then they pulled away late. Warriors actually managed to pull off the win over the Kings. Sunday, Memphis at Washington. No Jar, no Adams. Memphis stink. They're on three. Uh, Poole had 27 in this one. 21 and 13 for Coos and Kispert. Showing signs of life. 22 went 5 of 10 from downtown. Washington 113. Memphis 106. Big win for the Wizards. They're always going to win that. Just saying. Memphis are... Shocking. Chicago at Detroit. That's right. The Pistons 118. Chicago 102. Pow, 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 pow. Zach Levine had 51. It didn't matter. He had zero assists, which is hilarious. Nah, man, I'm going to shoot this. Eh? Durant. That's right. Jalen Durant had 23 and 15. Pistons shot 54%. Burks at 6 threes. Cade had 25 and 10. The bad boys are back. Knicks. They lost in New Orleans. 96-87. Back-to-back for the Knickerbockers. Pals rested Zion. Zion, uh, No, Pals were rested, sorry. Zion ate them up, 24-5. and five. Spindles had the 26-7. and seven. Randall and Brunson shot 4-15 and 4-14, respectively, and 1-10 from downtown combined. Yeah, it's not great, eh? 18 turnovers as a team and shot 36%. I think you're going to lose that. And any time you can score 87 points in an NBA game, a full one, not by three-quarter time, you're going to get your ass kicked. Indy beat Cleveland. Cleveland! 125-113. Tyrus Halliburton at 21. Aaron Naismith at 26 off the bench. It was amazing. Bobby Lee was really good. 33-14-3. My sweet baby, Karis Levert at 31-5-8. But Cleveland, this one was coming down the pipe because you had no Donnie Mitchell uh, with hammy soreness. Oh, man. My hammy's a bit sore after getting beaten yesterday by OKC. Uh, no Darius Rocker, Judy Garland as well. He's dealing with a hammy. And no go the throw, Jared Allen. And Cleveland, uh, it's going to be wonky there too. Philly kicked the shit out of uh, Toronto because Joe Allen Bede decided to... He chose violence. He woke up, he chose violence. 34-9-8. Kicked their ass. Toronto on a back-to-back. Joel Embiid went, perfect. Watch me be, be a big bully. I'm just going to be a big bully and bully them around. Unreal game though by uh, Embiid. It's like the classic... Nick Nurse, revenge game as well. He's like, I know what they're going to do. 
Scotty Barnes again, really good. 24, 8, and 5. Absolutely cleaned up by Embiid a couple of times. Uh, 34 for Maxi as well. Maxi was fucking astounding this game. He went 7 to 9 from downtown. I think uh, I tweeted this out the other day as well. Kelly Oubre is going to give Sixers fans like fucking heart attacks. He went 0 of 6 from downtown after winning the Shane Hill shoot a shoot, shoot your shot, light him up award the other day. So, yep, it's an experience. It really, really is. But a big win for the Sixers, 114-107. Take that one. Uh, what else? We had Miami Miami lose to Minnesota in a back-to-back as well, 106-90. Uh, no Jimmy Butler. He had to rest. <laughs> it's the third game of the season. What's he resting for? Oh, I've got to save myself a little later in the year, man. It's like, I get it, but it's the third game of the season. You're taking the piss at this point uh, because then it came out Joel Embiid was probably going to rest uh, for their second half of the back-to-back, which is today. Then ended up playing because it was the home opener and uh, Adam Silver got on the old dog and bone went, Hey, Daryl, remember how you fucked me with the Hong Kong thing? You better make sure that Embiid fucking plays or I'll stab you. And away you went. Uh, anyway, back to Sunday. Phoenix also kicked the shit out of Utah. Uh, cleaned up on some of these picks. I actually went six for six, I believe, in the... No, seven for seven on the Sunday picks head-to-head. Uh, because, yeah, with Miami on a back-to-back, Toronto on a back-to-back, Cleveland on a back-to-back, the Knicks on a back-to-back, Chicago on a back-to-back, Memphis being shit... And Phoenix betting, uh, taking on Utah on a back-to-back. It was pretty straightforward, I thought. Anyway, uh, Phoenix won 126-104 over the Yaz. KD at 26. They fucking killed him too. Like KD was sitting for a lot of this game. And then today, Denver beat the piss out of OKC, 128-95. You knew it was going to happen for OKC at one point. SGA just had the game from hell and was like, all right, fuck it. Q in the rack. Uh, Joker, 28-14, just bullied poor Chet. Said after the game, yes, uh, my man needs some more goulash. And this will get bigger. It's some of my horse tranquilizers. Uh, 106.95. The Warriors ran over the top of Houston late. Thanks to Steph going bang with four straight threes and demoralizing Dylan Brooks. Atlanta kicked the shit out of Milwaukee. I, I, I just didn't... I don't know. What the hell was that? What was that? What the hell was that? Dame was shit. Atlanta kicked their ass. 127.110. And... Like, we're, like, shit-pumped them. Like, that's what... It was an absolute shit-pumping. They're up 20, like, most of the game. They won by 17. And Trey, he only hit a couple of shots late, but he was he shot like shit. He was 5 of 14. It was like Bogdan crushing it. He had 17 and 6. You just had everybody contributing, though. Yeah, Jalen Johnson playing really well. Yeah, DeAndre Hanna playing well, too. DeJunte Murray had 15, 1 and 5. The Bucks just... Blah. It was weird. It was very weird. Defensively, the Hawks finally stepped up. This is on the road. In they go. They beat the piss out of them. And Dame, yeah, not great. So eight players in double figures, I think, at the half and ended up with eight at the end of the game. And Dame uh, went two or 12. <laughs> so that was actually probably selling it too because I think he was 0 of 8 at one point. So, yeah, not great. Not great, Bob. Not great. Quick ESPN, run a doctored fucking video again and not say a word about it. Portland got smoked by Philly, as mentioned, 127.98. Bang from Embiid, 35, 15, and 7. That only sort of tells half the story. He fucking killed them because they got straight killed. So he got straight killed. And then finally we had the 
Sacramento Kings beat the Los Angeles Lakers of Los Angeles, California, 132-127 in overtime. It was very fun. This game was awesome. They did it without Fox and Sabonis down the end. Well, Fox tweaked an ankle, came back, Sabonis fouled out, and they still pulled it off. Malik Monk played his ass off. Fox was incredible. Um, and this is one of those weird ones for the Lakers where you're like, D'Lo just completely fucking burned himself with LeBron and his old mate no-mates for just cutting, and LeBron passed it to nobody. It's like, D'Lo, you're a fucking moron. Uh Anthony Davis had 30 and 16. Sweet. But De'Aaron Fox had 37, 4 and 8 and crushed it. 22 for Monk off the bench against his old team. The Suvlaki King with 12, 15 and 5. LeBron James had 27, 15 and 8. And it just, it's crazy to see him throw the absolute fucking kitchen sink at it and just not be there. Austin Reeves, he's going to pop up again later because he did not have a great game. Oh, no, he did not. He was very bad. <laughs> It was very, very bad. Uh, right, what else? Oh, yeah, there was that weird King, uh, not Kings, the Clippers-Spurs uh, game. Where the Spurs just got fucking smashed. Wemby, 11-5-2. He had one block, five turnovers. One to forget, but this will happen to the Spurs every so often, right? They'll just get fucking demolished. 123-83, that's a big win. Uh, Kawhi, play, Kawhi, where is he? He's over there. <laughs> Only had to play 28 minutes. Same with Paul George. You love those games if you're the uh, Clips. Just going, fuck yes. We're cruiserating. And there you go. Let's do some weekend winners and losers. Oh, my God. I won. I won. <laughs> Recapping our day's top story, the winner of today's state lottery is me, Kent Brockman. <clears throat> Can we get a shot of me? There you go. In other news, um, tragic mix-up today in Cleveland. Many people killed. Many people killed. Why? Yeah. Uh, let's do it. Some weekend winners really quickly. Magic, absolutely taking care of business. They are fucking rolling. They did a great job beating uh, Portland. Just looking good. Keep your eye on the Magic. Dallas, it doesn't matter if your defense sucks, apparently. Because you can't lose if you score more points than the other team. That's the head tap meme. There you go. Can't lose if you score more points than the other team. <laughs> uh, Philly, after that first game, hell of a bounce back. Like For them to come out and kick the shit out of Portland, which is one of those weird sort of trap games, right? Like Portland, just young shit, lose their sort of more seasoned scorer in Simons, and Philly underestimate them in their home opener and like make a clock. No, Philly just fucking straight killed them. That's what happened. So he got straight killed. So good job by them. And B looking really good. But the best part, I think, for the weekend winner for them is Tyrese Maxey is shredding. He is so fucking good. Why do you need James Harden? I'm kicking the t- like tires on every other trade going, I'm just going to give the keys to fucking Maxey. The bloke is killing it. He's gone 31, 34, and 26 to open the season, shooting the piss out of it meanwhile. Nice assist numbers, just doing everything. Let's go. Maxi Hive, let's do it. Uh, what else? Warriors, big wins over Sacramento and then Houston. Good wins, especially. Same as Philly, actually, after that opening night. Well, your first game of the season, losing that one, uh, cleans the sort of you know bitter taste out of the old mouth a little bit. So uh, Ben Simmons is a weekend winner. Yes, Brooklyn lost. No, it doesn't matter. Brooklyn, look. All they want to do is look at Simo, just go, right, is he okay? Is he feeling like himself again? 
Is he playable? Happy days. And if he is, that's a fucking big win. The Nuggets, they just look awesome. Big weekend winners. They fucking killed Memphis, came out today and killed OKC. They're just going to keep fucking killing teams. Simple as that sometimes. Hashtag spoiler alert. They won the fucking title last year. They're now 3-0. They've got a point differential of plus 16.3 already. I love it. God, they're good. Uh, the Pacers, also 2-0, feeling pretty good about themselves. That was They've got a big test tomorrow, but I love the sort of weird makeup of this indie team. Like To take care of Cleveland the way they did and to sort of knock them down a peg was really good. Uh, and then the Celtics, that heat win was big, I think, for them. Just to sort of see, look, Zinger fouls out, you can bring in Al Horford. Like, it was just a big fucking, oh, yeah, this is pretty cool <laughs> kind of moment. And, like, for Jalen Brown to have the balls to hit that three, Derek White, to about it, like, just to look at Derek White and go, hey, uh, Derek, you want to bring us home, buddy? He's like, all right, sure. Very cool. But the biggest winner for me. Detroit basketball. That's right. Detroit is back. Jalen Duran Cade is out there snapping ankles. Pour one out for Kobe White because he he got straight killed as well. He did. He did. He got straight killed. He got killed. Uh, also, Thompson is fucking unreal. More like awesome Thompson. God damn. The bad boys are back, baby. And I fucking love it. All right, let's do some losers, though. Oh, who could this be? We're not losers. No, you two are winners. Big winners. When I grow up, I want to marry a big winner like you guys. Shut up. Losers. Loser. 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 Cleveland. That's right. Who is it? Stephen A? Who is it? Cleveland. That's right. They... Like, they didn't have Donnie Mitchell. They didn't have Darius Rucker, Judy Garland. They also didn't look like, you know, they were right there at all with the paces. And the Thunder, the way that they came back and killed them in the end was pretty amazing. So it took them a whole bunch of fucking chaos to get past the Nets in the first game. They could easily be 0-3. And now they've got a Knicks game coming up later this week, which is going to be fucking spectacular. Cannot wait for that. Uh, that's going to be fun on the bun. Yeah, it's going to be fun on the bun. You better believe it. Uh, the New York Knickerbockers of New York City. Ah, oh, but Jim. But Jim. They beat the Hawks on the weekend. Yeah. And then they, look, I was interested to see. I knew, look, I picked them to kick the shit out of the Hawks, and they did. I wanted to see so much more in the back-to-back like side of them taking on that Pelicans team than the 87 points you got. It's like, can we just not fucking do this week in, week out, year in, year out, Knickerbockers? And they're like, nah, man, nah, just nah, fuck you. Yeah. I'm like, all right, sure. Chicago losing to the Pistons while one of their dudes put up 50. It's like the 80s all over again. Poor Chicago fans are going to be like, oh, fuck, this is like, God damn it, this is going to happen again. The Pistons are going to ragdoll us. One of our guys is going to put up 50 and have zero assists. What decade is this? <laughs> it's like we've gone from Michael Jordan to Ben Gordon to Zachy Cakes, Adam Levine Gordon. Anyway, uh, the Bulls, though, they're a mess. They're a fucking mess. Kobe White getting completely shredded by Kay Cunningham. 
Patch Williams not knowing what the fuck is going on in a basketball court is always a fascinating subject because he's like, nah, man, I should get a five-year, $200 million contract. It's like, we're not convinced you can play basketball. Settle the fuck down, Patch. Anyway, uh, Chicago got a lot of questions. I'll talk about them when I talk about the Harden thing later. Uh, Raptors dogged by the refs in that overtime loss, cleaned up by Philly. Just a tough one. But I talked about this, I think, in the season preview. Uh, so Toronto are one and two, right? They get that first up win over the Wolves. Dogged against the Bulls. Overrun by Embiid and Maxi. That's fine. Because Scoob is back. He looks great. Scoob is doing a little bit of everything. That's exactly what we wanted from the Raptors. So, like, you losers overall. Schroeder has sort of turned back into his Schroeder self. He's been handy. Siakam, though, is just like, I thought this was my team. And Scotty Barnes like, fuck you, old man. <laughs> it was good to see Grady Duke go awesome. He had 16 points the other day. That was very nice. Well, that was today, actually, I think. Anyway, uh, but still, the Raptors, bad results, dogged by the refs, cleaned up by Philly, but there is some nice sort of stuff there because Scoob is rolling. The Lakers! Oh, no, not the Lakers. The Lakers stink! Well, they did today. Dropping that game to Sacramento without Fox and Sabonis in overtime was brutal and hilarious. Now they're on a back-to-back, so... Just saying, just saying, just saying. And the final one is Memphis because they look like shit. Any further analysis there, Jim? Nope. It's like Desmond Brown and very little else. All right. With all that done, let's do an NBA Australia approved performance of the weekend. <laughs> That's not a nice. That's a knife. Oh, a couple of real good That's Not a Knives. Uh, we had Luca, obviously. 49, 10, and 7. Shot 16 and 25. 9 of 14 from downtown. But that came with some of the most re-fucking-diculous shot-making you will ever see. He's basically throwing in one-handed shots off the backboard at one point. You're like, this is fucked. What is he doing, mate? And he's like, yeah, don't know. Just thought they'd fuck around and score lots of points. You're like, all right, buddy. It was uh, a bit of chaos and very fun. And just one of those moments where you're like, yep, Luca Magic, that's definitely a thing because look what he just did. <laughs> it was sick. Meanwhile, Cam Thomas, Thomas is on the other end going, hey, I'm basically like a tiny Luca. Check this out. Everyone's like, all right, buddy. Just, you need to sit down. Um, but the right-handed three that was like a heave, like, Ben Simmons was just, like, all over him uh, at different points. I think on that play, it was Finney Smith, and it's just like, what is going on? He scored four straight threes down the stretch. You're like, this is just stupid. So, great stuff by our man's Luca. He had Zachy Cakes, Adam Levine with the 51. Amazing. Zero assists is just all-time fuck you. Like, that is such an egregious, like, I don't give a fuck about my teammates kind of vibe too. It was awesome. Like he shot 19 of 33, he goes 7 of 13 from downtown, zero assists and four turnovers. What a legend. Uh, but really, Darren Fox and Tyrese Maxey are probably my favorite ones from the weekend. Well, apart from that insane Luca outburst. But Maxey were like the 34 and the 7 to 9 uh, yesterday. And then today, 
just turning around and going, oh, yeah, just do this and fuck around and do the same thing again, basically, but even better. And you're like, oh, okay, buddy. Off he goes. And, like, Fox had, what, the 30 – yeah, Maxie had the 26 today, but Fox had the 37 today and was just lighting it up time after time after time. It's amazing how hard he is to, comp- like, to contain. Like, all he did against Golden State was have 39, 4, and 4 and shoot 14 and 28 and go 5 and 9 from 3. And back it up with 37, 4, and 8 in a win in overtime and shoot 14 and 24 and 3 of 8 from downtown. He is awesome. That was unreal. There's your performance of the weekend. Loved it. Joel Embiid as well. The 24, 9, and 3 with 3 steals and 4 blocks, I think, at the half. Just ridiculous. Ridiculous gear today. Uh... He was awesome. But again, it was like against the junior varsity team. Like DeAndre dominating. Fucking take a hard, long look at yourself. In the, like he had 35 in 29 minutes, Joel Embiid. 35, 15, and 7 with the six blocks today. So, yeah, I'll pay that. I'll pay that. But who, however, was Spud of the Night? Spud, 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 Oh, we had a few good spuds in the night this weekend. You had two of 13 shooting from Fred Van Vliet of the Fighting Van Vliet. You had two of 16 from our man SGA. That was brutal. One of 12 from Austin Reeves today. One of nine for Keldon Johnson today. But Dame Lillard, the two of 12 after being absolutely fucking adored and awesome in his first game as a buck, completely turned around and went, check this out. I'm just going to shit down my leg. <laughs> It was remarkably bad. Matt Ryan, not the QB, he went one of eight yesterday. A couple of Aussies, one of eight for Josh Giddy on Saturday. Dyson Daniels goes one of seven yesterday. It's just fucking oof. Four of 15 for Julius Randle in that horrible Pelicans game. Three of 12 for Duncan Robinson against the Celtics. Just very, actually, no, that was the Minnesota game, I think. But yeah, it was all very weird, very fun. Uh, in terms of like spuds, it's just good to be back. I just love watching a good spud being worked on. It was like, oh, it was six from Al Horford on Saturday as well. Uh, you had 0 of 5 for Kevin fucking Huda. 2 of 10 for Isaiah Joe and Killian Hayes. And of course, a pair of 3 of 14s from Maxi Struess and Zachy Cakes, Adam Levine the other day. Desmond Bain with that 4 of 17 that was the same as Lamello as well. So lots of spuds early in the year. It's just a spud fest. More like Spudtober. Fuck yeah. Love this time of year. Spuds as far as the eye can see. It's like he was going to hang out in Dunstown, mate. Um, Fred Van Vliet, though, it is... I want to hit on like a couple of things. Shea, he had, what, seven points, four rebounds, seven assists. He shot two of 16 in that game. Over four from three. He was a minus 22. Dame, they were down 37 when he checked out. He had six points, six turnovers, shot two of 12. Team worst, minus 29. And Fred Van Vliet of the fight and Van Vliet, that's right. He's shooting 37% from the floor, 34% from three. Minus 25 so far. He's averaging 13 points a game, three rebounds, seven assists, shooting 37%. That is uh, not great from your $40 million a year point guard. And I don't want to shit on rookies, especially early on. Scoot Henderson is uh, in struggle town. It's not looking good. It's not looking good. He'll be all right, but geez, it's a rough start. Who's old mate, no mates? 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 Who's old mate, no mates?
Old mate, no mate. 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 Who's got no mates today? Chris Paul came off the bench for the first time in his 19-year career. He started 1,365 games across the regular season of playoffs. Draymond took his place and uh, in his return. I reckon Chris Paul should just punch Draymond in the face to see how he likes it. Yeah. Old mate, no mate's Chet Holmgren trying to fucking guard Nikola Jokic and copping a fucking elbow to the jaw for his troubles. How are you going? And Russell Westbrook. Ah, Rusty, we love you. Ah, love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. 118, 120. Got the rebound. Ha! I'm going to shoot a three for the wink. <laughs> yeah, no good. Kawhi Leonard in the background, falling to his knees. Slamming the floor, going, what the fuck was that? <laughs> the problem is, it's Kawhi. Like, how do you know you've pissed him off? What's he going to do? Give you the fucking silent treatment? All right, pantsing the night. Oh, Scoob got absolutely sent back by Embiid. A day after Scoob actually got sent back by Embiid as well. So, Scoot and Scoob. Pantsed by Joel Embiid. That's a bit unfair. Chet getting smoked by the Joker a couple of times. My two favorite, though, this weekend, Jaden Ivey. Nothing like a self-pantsing. Trying to do a windmill dunk and being blocked by the rim. That is a self-pantsing. Oh, yes, son. You love to see it. Jaden Ivey. Trying to do a bit of a tomahawk. Skadoosh. Not getting up. Getting blocked by the rim. You love to see it. I absolutely love that. Nothing tops a good block by the room. Unless it's Dylan Brooks being pantsed by Steph Curry. Oh, God, he home... Oh, my God, he home alone him. That's right. He home alone him after hitting, what was it, five straight, four straight threes? Absolute chaos down the fucking stretch. Four straight threes to Steph. And then after the other one, he shook him out of his boots, shook him again, pump faked, Nails a three, then home alone him as he ran back up, having won the game. Now that is a fucking pantsing. All right, who is better than Lonzo Ball? Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you don't get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros, now I can be average. He's coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. Uh, Cam Thomas. He had 30 points against Dallas. He was awesome. He might be the uh, just most flamethrowery dude in the NBA right now. 12 and 19 from the floor, 1 and 4. Like the craziest part is he did the same thing in the opening game. And it's not by shooting a shit ton of threes. He's getting to the rim. He went 5 and 5 of the free throw line in this one, but it was just like nailing everything. He had two assists, zero turnovers. He was great. Uh, but, of course, we've got a couple of other big ones. Chet Holmgren had seven blocks in his second ever NBA game. He had 16, 13, two assists, a steal, and seven blocks including a three that was also massive. It's pretty cool. He also became the first player in NBA history to have five plus threes and seven plus blocks in his first two NBA games. Oh, that's, of course, combined over it. And he looks absolutely fucking unreal. I'm just saying. Uh, Jalen Duran is also better than Lonzo Ball. Uh, He has been absolutely fucking gnarly. He's leading the league in rebounding. He's averaging 17.6 points and 15 rebounds a game. He's unreal. I love Jalen Duran. He is also better than Lonzo Ball. You bets to believe it. All right, who's dickhead of the weekend? 
Dickhead of the Week. And it's probably Jimmy Butler blowing kisses to the Minnesota fans because they're all like, we want Jimmy. So it's like a combo. Jimmy Butler sitting out for rest in the third fucking game of the season, which is a piss take. What are you doing? That's fucked. But also the Minnesota fans go, we want Jimmy. Like, have some respect for yourselves. What are you doing? That's just gross. And then finally, are we going to do it? The magic tweet of the day. That's right. Nothing is better than the magic tweet of the day this year. It is my favorite thing. I can't believe it took me this long just to do it. Hanging out with my brother, Larry Johnson, two-time Super Bowl champion and NFL Hall of Famer, Daryl Green, Super Bowl champion and NFL Hall of Famer, Doug Williams, my good friend and Signa president of North America, Mike Triplett, and his cousin, Claude, at today's Commanders game. My Commanders came up short again to the Eagles, 38-31. What do we say? Thanks, Magic! <laughs> Motherfuckers out here listing their entire resumes. Just say, I'm just hanging out with some mates. Absolute chaos. I fucking love it. What a legend. Uh, Let's take a quick break. Be back with the Yeah Nas right after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And 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 you're listening to NBA Australia. you're listening to NBA Australia. Alright, let's do it. Yeah, Nas are brought to you by the NBA Australia shop. Get your merch, get your merch. Do it. Get your merch, get your merch. Wear it. Get your merch, get your merch. Get your merch, get your merch. You can do that by going to nbaaustralia.com slash shop or just clicking through the links in the socials and go to the nice little Shopify store or buy a t-shirt. I was wearing one yesterday for pub cricket. Bloody nice. I forget how nice the new ones are. I've been wearing my other couple of ones for a fair, <laughs> fair whack of time. So uh, just saying, go do it. Go get a t-shirt or two. Help me clear out the rest of that fucking uh, room. And that'd be really good. All right, let's do some yeah, nahs. First off, Dave Brown. David Brown sent in a good one. Hey, bud, would you like to see Connie Lofton Jr. take on Zion in a beignet eating contest? Cheers, loving the dailies. Yeah, nah. Yes. I don't... Look, I feel like the combination of NBA players and eating contest is way, way lower than it should be. Like, why is this not just sort of built into the schedule? Adam Silver, he had, Adam Silver if he had, like, I don't know, a vice president of fucking common sense, i.e., fucking me, what are you doing at All-Star break? We're having, Jimmy said we should have an eating contest. It's going to be awesome. So, yeah, you fucking better believe it. Just Kenny Lofton Jr. versus Zion in most other things as well. Look, I think we just need to broaden our horizons a little bit and just go a little bit off fucking script. I think it's going to be awesome. Fuck yes. Uh, Anyway. Let's do some other year knows. Um Should Memphis tank? <laughs> it's been three games. Yeah, nah. No, they get Jar back after 25. They can still push. They've signed Bismack Biombo, which is pretty smart. You sort of just need that big body dude in the middle 
they get. I think the weird thing is, they get a first rounder from Phoenix or Washington. Washington has the right to swap picks, thirteen to thirty, for Phoenix first rounder. Memphis then has to this right to swap its twenty twenty four first rounder for the less favorable of Phoenix Washington if it wants to. Anyway, but it's three games in. It's weird how this team went from stacked to oh. They kind of did that in like record time, right? And you sort of look at the roster, you sort of dig in, and you're like, oh, yeah, Zaire Williams would be, it'd be real nice if he really sort of started popping off a little bit more. Or if Jaron Jackson could like, I don't know, stay on the fucking court for a bit longer. Or if Luke Kennard didn't have a concussion and was like out there hitting five threes a game and, you know, fucking helping the floor. But really, it's like, yeah, without Ja Morant and without Steven Adams, you're missing two starters. And adding Desmond, well, having Desmond Bain and adding Marcus Smart to that sort of mix, ideally, Smart's your third guard off the bench, laughing. And it's just, without those two dudes, it gets real fucking hard real quick. But I would really like to see way more out of Zaire Williams. I'm just saying. Just saying. Uh, Anyway, Denver was slept on as a repeat chance. Yeah, nah, yeah, they look fucking amazing. Uh, Am I afraid of Scoot's slow start? Yeah, nah, nah. I am worried about his lack of shot because he is, uh, he's not going great. And I think he's one of, so this is like, this is why I don't enjoy popping rookies in spot of the night because Scoot, I think, is one of 12 from three to start the year. It's not great. (laughs) He's also like 10 of 30, I think, or thereabouts to start from the floor. Which, again, is not very good. <laughs> so, he's also averaging more, way more turnovers than assists. And, I don't know, you can sort of put it down to how much of a wobbly-looking Portland squad that is. But you lose Simons very, very quickly, which obviously throws a span up. But, I don't know, just starting to get a little bit worried. But, otherwise, she'll be right. Just saying. I think she'll be right you got to pair that athleticism with at least a bit of a shot. That's all I'm saying. Jason Walters, he sent in a good one. Hey, Jimmy, are the City Edition jerseys the most fucked designs ever? Yeah, nah. Yes. I don't know why every single NBA team has to do a new one. Just run some of them back. And then they can just get so bored. They go, all right, fuck it. We'll give the work experience kid busy work and they can design it. And then it's like, all right, now these are the City Edition jerseys. And everyone's like, they're fucking horrible. Across the board, they are horrible. Jason also added, this has to be your first thing to fix when you get over there as the VP of Common Sense. Yeah, nah, yeah. It's one of the very... I First thing I would do is put a team in Seattle. Second thing would be to fucking fix these horrible jerseys. Ugh. Anyway. Paul Arnie. Good one from him. Yeah, nah. Russell Westbrook's found a time machine. We're seeing OKC Russ this season. Yeah, nah. I think... We will see the best version of Russell Westbrook we have seen since basically, what, the second half of that weird Washington year, right? Where I think the Washington year, he was like suddenly sort of shredding and you're like, oh, not bad, not bad, good size. Uh, But it's more about comfort, right? I think 
for Rusty because he was horrible with the Lakers and the fit was just never right. He was very, very clearly never comfortable. And then he was on the Clippers. It's like a very obvious sort of pecking order. And so far this year, I mean, the numbers in the first two games were pretty bad, 11, 5, and 13, but he sort of is still playing within himself. Had a horrible game against Utah, and that three-pointer for the win was obviously pretty funny. Uh, he ends up with the four points, four assists, nine rebounds, four fouls, and five turnovers. Brutal. But then was really good against the Spurs again today. So it might be a case of the simple idea of like, shit team, Rusty might be good. Good team, Rusty might be shit. So yeah, it's a bit of a yeah, nah. There's scope there for him to have like the comfort factor helping him sort of, I don't know, fit in and just sort of do his role, play his role, do his job, rebound, assist. I'd like to see him play more defense. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, and that's kind of like my unpopular opinion of the day, I think. I wanted to talk a little bit about Rusty, so it was a good one from Paul that uh, he sent that in because... Now look at me, please. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. It's... In an ideal world, like this Clippers team just fucking rolls with Rusty Westbrook, Paul George, they're all muckers from OKC days, and then Kawhi, and like, here we go, where's Kawhi? Is he over there? (laughs) And they roll from there, right? And they're just kind of nice because they are still a pretty deep team. I just want to see it click and I feel like there's an idealized version of this Clippers team. If they stay healthy, that could be a real fucking problem. Like Norm Powell is still lighting it off, up, lighting it up off the bench. Bobby Covington, Zoobs, the Plumley sort of big rotation. I worry about that against the Joker, but most teams are a worry against the Joker. I think the biggest point is I just don't think they need Harden. You know, I don't think that helps. Anyway. Let's do Outback Takeouts. It's Monday at Outback, and you know what that means? Oh, yeah, over the weekend, found a runover wombat. Chucked her on the spit, slow-cooked wombat. Mmm, just falls off the bone, I'll tell you. Bit gamey, but bloody delicious, and it's only at Outback. And you'll hear it across this week. This flame grill take is the one perfect spot for James Harden to land is the Chicago Bulls. That's right, the Chicago Bulls. Just package him up. Either that or, you know, as we said on Friday, bring in Mark L. Fultz and just make the entire fucking circle complete once more. But failing that, send fast Jimmy Harden back over there to Chicago. Let him do his own thing. I don't even fucking care who you get back. Give us DeMar. If you want to go after the Zacky Cakes Adam Levine money, we'll take him as well. But really... Just fuck him off. Just bring in someone who can actually help. And the Bulls will be just sitting there going, cool, we've actually got a point guard. This is sick. Only at Outback. It is one of the weirdest sort of teams. Like, the Bulls are like, no, we're good. And everyone's like, no, you're not. They're like, no, 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 we are men. It's like, bro, you're starting a six-man at point guard. You should be starting Caruso. You don't have Lonzo. Patch Williams doesn't know how to play basketball. Like, what are you doing here? It would be hilarious to see DeMar DeRozan and Tobias Harris on the same team. But, I mean, what are you going to do? Just do it. 
let's tee this up. What are we doing? Come on. Everybody grow up here. Call it in right now. All right. Australian Player Watch right after this one. This is Shane Hill, and you're listening to NBA Australia. All right, Australian Player Watch. Let's go. Box Hill, Benny against Dallas. 10, 10, and 8, as I mentioned. Shot 5 of 8 from the floor. He had two blocks and two steals. Exactly what I want to see from him. Just more of that, please, Ben. Josh Giddy, the mopped-up mumber, a.k.a. the Wheat Bix kid, against Cleveland. He went 2-6-6. Six six. Oh, that's right. 1-8 of eight from the floor. That was that game. Oh, 1 from the three-point line. 1-2 uh, from three against Denver today. 9-2-3, though. Shot 4-13. Not great. Atlanta hates Patty Mills. He has not played this season. Jock Landau, rock'em, sock'em, block'em, jock'em Landau, the rooster, has also copped two did-not-plays over the weekend against San Antonio on the Warriors, which is bullshit. Jingles, oh, geez, the jingling one, jingling Joe Ingles. He's scoreless through two games. He's 0-4 across the two games, He's all of which have been on threes. Against Portland, he went 0-1. He had one rebound and one assist. <laughs> that stinks. Josh Greeny Green against Brooklyn had seven points on seven shots, went 0-3 from three, hit two... From seven, he had three rebounds, two assists, three steals, two fouls, and three turnovers. At least he was busy. Uh, Dante sex him up at a sick dunk. It was rad. Two points, one or two from the floor, oh, one from downtown, one block, one steal. Ah, wanna sex him up. Dyson Daniels, aka the vacuum, one of seven. I mentioned that earlier against the Knickerbockers of New York City. Two points, four rebounds, three assists, one steal, one turnover. I want to see if he can carve out a proper role there. Just saying. Matty T up there in Portland, played against his good friend Jingles. Zero points, 0 of 1 from the floor, 0 of 1 of which came from three. Yeah, two rebounds, one block and one steal. And then against Philly, coming home. He's coming home. Two points, uh, 1 of 3 from the floor, 0 of 2 from downtown. Uh, just a proper tribute from Matty T to his uh, roots there in Philly. Uh and keeping another eye on the Aussie player watch, the Australian player watch, Jack White, dun, 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 was drafted by the Texas G League affiliate, uh, which is Dallas, and then he was drafted and traded to the South Bay Lakers. So he's going back over there. That's right, the Lakers. The Lakers got Jack White. Let's do an Andrew Gay's Grey Mumber Award for Outstanding Achievement in the field. I believe it's of excellence. Is that is that right? That sounds like something we do. Oh, fucking yes, mate. Andrew Gay's Grey Mumba. Ah, amazing gear. All right, we're just going to, like, I already hit on these two rookies earlier, but... This is how good they've been. Jalen Duran is ripped off 17 and 14 with four assists and four blocks. He then had 14 and 17 with three assists and two blocks. He then had 23 points, 15 rebounds, five assists, two blocks against Chicago. He is awesome. He's sort of doing everything. He kicks ass. The craziest part is the dude is 19. He's averaging 18 points, 15.3 rebounds, and he's leading the NBA in rebounding. Like, it is sick. I'm loving it. Let's go. The craziest part on top of that, though, is he joins LeBron James as the only teenagers to have 20-plus points, 15-plus rebounds, and 5-plus assists in NBA history. Because he did that against the Bulls. He had 23, 15, and 5. The only other teenager to do that was LeBron 
on November 9 in 2003. Yeah, 33, 16, and 7. Uh, LeBron was 18 years old and 334 days. Jalen Duran was 19 years and 344 days. So he also did the same sort of thing last year. Uh, became the fourth rookie to have a 30-point, 15-rebound game, which is not bad, but he's crushing it. I'm absolutely loving it. And on top of that, players with seven-plus blocks within their first two career games, Chet Holmgren, Sean Bradley, David Robinson, and Mark Eaton. Tell you what, some pretty good company right there. I'll tell you. I will tell you. All right, let's get into it with a Patty Mills Game Day Baller Game Day Twitter check-in. And we'll go to the IG machine for Patty and see what he's up to. Patty, Patty, Patty with the good hair. Uh, nothing new. Let's see how about Jock Landau. He says doing it live. <laughs> Here we go. Rock em, sock em, block em. Preseason H-Town is out there working. There's a couple of pictures hanging out. It's very nice. Uh, but also, I'd like to uh, address the Slob Wizard. Enjoyed the Slob Wizard from uh, our man John Hollinger, I think, came up with the Slob Wizard one. But it's Josh Giddy tweeting out uh, the Slob Wizard vibes. A slob wizard is insane. Giddy is a slob wizard by Hollinger. Gets a crazy one off like this almost every game. Absolutely crush. The sideline out of bounds play is your slob. A slob wizard is insane. That's right. You're not wrong there, Josh Giddy. Who doesn't mind a slob wizard? <clears throat> Cost loudly. Alright, let's do some game previews. Game previews. Game previews. Thanks, Inadvertent Bane. Not a problem, Jim. How was the weekend? Oh, bloody good. I uh, just had a good time hanging out. Played some pub cricket. Still a bit sore. You get that on the big jobs. Uh, we nailed some picks, however, because across the weekend, let's bring them up. NBA picks. Oh, no, that's on the other computer. Uh, anyway, we smashed them. I'm just saying. We went seven for. We went nine of 11 on Saturday against the spread. Seven for seven on Sunday, head to head, and I think five, five or six today. I want to say in the head to heads. I think the one we missed was Milwaukee. Not bad, mate. Not bad. Good weekend. Uh, so that's pushed us firmly above five hundred for the season in the picks. So tomorrow's, however, have some very very nice ones. We're Brooklyn going to Charlotte. Half point underdogs. I'm taking Brooklyn plus a half point in Charlotte. Uh, they don't mind playing in Charlotte with a fully armed and operational Ben Simmons. Cam Thomas shooting fucking flames out of his ass. Brooklyn should probably just have enough to get by Charlotte, especially on defense. And then to put up enough points, they should be too good. So give me Brooklyn plus a half point against Charlotte. Chicago going to Indy. I'm going to take the Indianapolis, Indiana Pacers. Minus three and a half. Bit of size on their side. A bit of scoring in Halliburton. Benny Matherin and, I mean... You saw it the other day, Naismith going hammer and tongs. Chicago, just they feel like a bit of a mess to me. So I'm going to say Indy minus three and a half. The Wizards host Boston. I do not trust. Look, Boston with big lines, I never really trust, but it's minus ten and a half. The Wizards are just begging for a blowout. They have Poole, they have Kuzma. Boston should just beat the piss out of them. 
Because what is this? It's the Extreme Zinger Meals Revenge! Extreme Zinger Meal. He's going to be supercharged! Supercharged Zinger Burger. Can't wait for it. So I think they'll put the smack down. I think Zinger goes for a good 25, hits a bunch of threes, and away we go. Uh, Portland at Toronto. Toronto minus seven and a half. This Portland Blazers, look, they're young, they're scrappy, they're bad. Toronto should be too good, minus seven and a half. Detroit plus five and a half against OKC. I think the size of Detroit with OKC on a back-to-back I'm going to take the Pistons plus five and a half just because they're playing really well. Uh, I mean, they're just a pretty good team. With OKC in a back-to-back, Detroit, you know, having gotten a day off, I think they should be able to scheme this one up. OKC should win, but it'll be very close, I think. Dallas minus two and a half against Memphis. I love the Mavericks in this one. Memphis, just even on at home, I just can't quite see them scoring enough to get by Dallas. This will be a big test, though, because Dallas's defense stinks. Memphis, can they score the requisite 125 to beat Dallas? Because Dallas are putting up 125 each game. I'm going to take Dallas minus 2.5 at the moment and go the over. Miami, plus 5.5 against the Milwaukee Bucks. It's Algonquin for the good land. It might not be that for tomorrow. I'm going to take Miami plus 5.5. The Bucks on a back-to-back, having just been belittled and battered by the Atlanta Hawks. I'll take the Miami Heat, thanks. As long as Jimmy Butler's playing, fuck yes. Utah plus eight and a half against Denver. This is just a bit of a uh, bounce back for the Yaz, who tend to play Denver fairly tough-ish, I think. So I'll take the Utah Yaz and Larry, that's a girl's name, Markinen, to go hammer and tongs against this very, very awesome and imposing Denver team. But the Yaz beat them last time out in back in April, played them hard back in October as well. I think the Utah Jazz can get back there, and away we go. So there you go. There's a bunch of picks for tomorrow, and that is it for today's show. I'll have a quick daily review at the end of it, uh, but we'll be back tomorrow because NBA Australia is daily. Oh, yeah. In the meantime, make sure you're following NBA Australia on Twitter, Facey, IG, we're all over the socials. You know that. Uh, videos up on YouTube as well now, so go check those out. Probably three times a week we'll do a video episode as well when I'm in the studio. Uh, check out NFL Australia with myself and Gaz as well, chopping it up each week about the NFL. Crazy week this week. Uh, check us a rating review on your podcast app, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, whatever you use. Whatever app you use on your Android phone as well. It really does help out if you can rate and review it. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Uh, NBAstraight.com slash shop. Get your merch. Get your merch. A big thanks always go to From Oslo for the intro and outro song. Check out the new band House Hats and Joshua De Laurentiis. Fascinator. Goldmines. Ramshackle Army. IOS Sex Jedi, Green, 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 and Dozers. They're behind all the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them on Bandcamp, Triple J and Earth, Facey, Apple Music, Spotify. Remember, NBA Australia Sports Train Band, so should you. All right, I'm going to close out with a deli review, and we will catch you tomorrow, you dickheads. This is NBA Australia saying, look after yourselves, would you? How good was that weekend? NBA's back! And later, hosen. Just join my deli over here, just swinging by in between United like recovery sessions and stuff, trying to figure out my noggin. You know, look, concussions aren't that bad, man. I usually just drink through them and shit. It's like fucking nah, man. She'll be right as I hate tins and fucking she'll be seen straight. It's all good. Just sort of balances out, you know what I'm saying? But 
Anyway, so the doctors, all those fucking pinheads are like, nah, man, you got a little bit of bed rest, take it easy, Dally, take it easy. I'm like, nah, man, I'm just going to sweat this concussion out. Tins and sweat, man, that'll fix it. Fucking right, smart. So anyway, it's what I've been doing, but the missus, she's like, yeah, right, you have to take it easy on the weekend, dickhead. And I'm like, yeah, fair, cool. She's like, all right, well, we're going to watch Barbie. And I'm like, fuck, here we go. But I got to tell you, it was real good. So look. Nothing sus. I fucking loved it. It was just, like, pretty smart. I fucking thought the Ken shit was pretty funny. Barbie. Oh, I fucking love Margot Robbie. She is fucking spectacular. I'll fucking tell you. Don't tell the missus or nothing, but just like, yeah, I would. I would. Just saying, I would. All right, so there you go. Look, real quick. Fucking loved it. It's, like, 100% recommended from your mate Dally over here. I'd give it, like, 27 out of 10 Dally ones because it was just fucking funny as. Real smart. Light on his foot. Really well directed, loved the character development, loved the way it was all set up, loved the cinematography, I just loved the fucking look of it, the feel of it, it was great, so go check it out, Barbie Reels. Alright, until next time, later fuckos, Dell out!